his father was a serial killer, right? Yeah. And then they're like, hey, it runs in the family. Yeah, That's see? a good question. Yeah. Does serial yeah. killing run in the family? Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode. How are we doing? I'm Cole. You doing good? I'm confused. How do you do the intro without taking a deep breath first? So we got to talk about that because hey guys, I, <laughs> you know what? You, you forgot. You started to not do it. And then the next episode you forgot and you just went, <gasps> hey guys, what's going on? And by by forget you mean I managed to do it one episode only. You did it one episode. It was the episode where actually no, because you did it. You've actually never done it (laughs) because I brought it up after you did it. Yeah, one episode. (laughs) So all right, you know what? It's fine though. It's like your thing. You know, it's like you're. You know, you have a like a what? What do they call that? A musician. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> what i'm a i'm a musician that's <laughs> I, I make i make noises with my mouth that is aesthetically pleasing to other people <laughs> i believe that's that wasn't the word i was looking for but okay let's go with that you're a musician <laughs> i'm a musician's king so i'm a musician <laughs> i'm cool. do you ever watch uh shark tank uh i have previously but i don't watch it regularly all right, so I've been into regularly watching Shark Tank recently. Okay. And every single thing that's on there, mm-hmm. like, that's like, I don't know, pretty much anything that's on there, I'm like, oh my God, M. Cole would invest in this in a heartbeat. <laughs> because it solves some, like, mundane thing that, like, <laughs> nobody really needs to be solved. But you'd be like, I'll give you the $500,000 for 1% of the company. <laughs> Because I want this. Oh, that is actually probably true. <laughs> That's why we should be thankful that I'm not like wealthy <laughs> in the slightest. <laughs> the uh, I will say I think one of the uh, one of the best things to happen is uh, when I started dating Sarah because she is very good at reining me in on my insane purchases of like one use gadgety type stuff where I'd be like, oh, oh, like I definitely need a foot massager for only my left foot that I wear once every six months. And then be like, should be like, probably not. And I'm like, oh, all right, fine. So um, you really do like making those purchases. I do. They make, they make me, I, they make me feel good. I let's be, let's be honest. If I lived like in the middle of nowhere, I tr- and had like a huge house with like lots of land. I worry that I would actually be like an actual hoarder. Like I, I worry that I have like the hoarder gene. Is there a gene for hoarding? I think it's isn't. Is it? I mean, because it is like a recognized like mental illness, right? So like, I feel like it's. It, Are there genes for recognized mental illnesses though? I believe so. I believe so because because if you. Like to like, let's say you are. Isn't it like if you and this isn't a mental illness per se, but like let's say you suffer from. Also, this is not scientific whatsoever. This oh, no, podcast, no, but go on. Not at all. <laughs> let's say you have ADD. Isn't okay. it a higher likelihood that your child will also have ADD? 
Is it? I don't know. I believe it is. I believe it is. Let's just say it is. Let's say it is. How about we look it up and then we can go from there? (laughs) I like this podcast (laughs) better when we use Wikipedia. (laughs) Um, Is mental illness genetically... Genetic or environmental? There we go. God, I love when Google knows... What I want they to like know that's kind of creepy. It is very creepy. What causes mental illness? Oh my god, this is gonna be a really long article. I don't. I don't know if we should get super into this. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure it's gene related. I like how okay. you're, you're trying to get us back. On so this if track you have, you cause this. Okay, you know what? This is true because if you ever watch like Criminal Minds or mm-hmm, some shit, mm-hmm. they're like his father was a serial killer. Right? Yeah. And then they're like, hey, it runs in the family. Yeah, That's see? a good question. Yeah. 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 Just serial killing run in the family. The se- <laughs> oh, God. All right. Google. Does serial killing. I'm going to have like, the <laughs> cops here <laughs> so quick. Run I, I always thought family. like the FBI <laughs> like, has us on their radar. The families who kill together. <laughs> What? <laughs> the like bloody benders in the 1870s there lived a family of german immigrants who built a one-room cabin near great oswega trail in cherryville kansas the benders though some of them say they that wasn't their real last name <laughs> divided the house into two sections by hanging okay i'm assuming they all murdered people they were on a pretty insane bender whoa this is crazy huh this like I interesting. I, All this comes from Shark Tank, by the way. If we yeah, want to I know, see right? the, the inception of this, this I know. Of- Actually, this really comes from M. Called like, thank God he's not rich. <laughs> that is true. Somehow, yeah. serial killer times into that, but um, no, because if I was rich, like I would be, I would give money to just every stupid idea out there. I mean, you can yeah. just see that based on like the amount of money I've given to Kickstarter stuff over the years, right? Like, oh, fuck <laughs> Kickstarter, man. I'm done with Kickstarter. I, uh, I've actually kicked that habit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't think I've, I've backed anything on Kickstarter in like a year or so. No, I backed um, Furvier's game. So that's a lie. Yeah, they, they pulled me back I'm in. actually, uh, this month, I'm trying not to buy anything from Amazon. Oh, all right. Hold on. Lay it, lay it on me. I, um, the month of February or month of March? February. Okay. What prompted this? So I found out that budgeting is important. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you use an app <laughs> or a service? I do have an app. Do you use YNAB? No, I don't. Oh, use my God. You should use YNAB. You need a budget. It, oh, you got to pay for that, don't you? Oh, my God. But it's a life changer. Is it, it worth it? A hundred percent. hundred percent. Because I use personal capital right now. I've not heard or used that, so I can't compare. But um, I've been using YNAB maybe five, six, maybe even eight years at this point. Really? Um, and okay. when they switched over to the subscription model, which you know me, I hate subscription models. Ugh. This is one of the ones that I gladly pay for every year so okay i would how much is it yearly i think it's like 40 bucks a year um Mm -hmm. and i think they have like 
they have like a 40 day trial. So you could try it for a month and see if you like their philosophy of budgeting for me. It worked. I really liked it because when, sorry to huge tangent, but we'll, we'll circle back on this one. Um, but it, it really started for me. I was like many years ago, I was looking for a budgeting type app. And what I did before that is I, Law did everything in spreadsheets and none yeah. of the apps like fit the way that like my mind kind of worked around budgeting and okay. this one 100 percent does it does a lot more of like the envelope budgeting type thing where you have money come in and then you kind of take that money and you set it aside to categories and then you kind of spend down those categories over the course of the month and then if like let's say for example you this month you end up spending more on groceries, you can kind of reallocate really easily from like maybe your entertainment category back over to your uh, grocery one with the idea being is that you get to spend less in like entertainment or video games this month because you needed to use that for groceries. Um, gotcha. I, I absolutely love it. I, sh- I so strongly recommend using that one. But anyways, so yeah, so you figured out budgeting was important. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. And, um, I was like, hey, I got to cut my spending, buddy. Mm-hmm. So I um, I did some things to try to stop my subscription habit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I cut some things. Nice. nice. Um, I found out about a great little thing. So one of the more annoying things, I guess, that I have to pay. With, the most annoying thing I have to pay for is Adobe. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you, fuck that shit, okay? Mm-hmm. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. It is like, I don't know, it's one of the more expensive things I have to pay for. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, we got to like figure out a way of, of like stopping this, mm-hmm. but like doing it through something else because I do need Adobe because I have to edit this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Very important. Very, you know? A big money maker so, over here. A huge money maker, right? So... Um, plus, I use Photoshop and all that. Crap. Oh, okay. So, so you it's know, not just yeah, for us. I can't. I couldn't really. Yeah. So, so uh, I had been using like an email service in my professional life mm-hmm. for like so I could have my email service tied to my custom domain name mm-hmm. for like my like work stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was paying like so much money for this mm-hmm. a, a year. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna find a free alternative for this. And there's a free alternative. If you want to hook up a domain name to your uh, email. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's called Zoho. Oh. And it's so easy. And it's free. Nice. And it saved me 100 bucks a month. Oh, damn. Holy shit. Yeah. Isn't that insane? That is absolutely insane. That's yeah. crazy. I took 100 bucks and made it free. That's awesome. I'm kind of pissing myself for not doing it, doing it sooner. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. You know, but I guess you get so comfortable with what you have that it's like, all mm-hmm. right, let's just deal with it and mm-hmm. like we'll figure it out. Yeah. But like this was a game changer. Yeah. Damn. Damn. It That's didn't awesome. even help subsidize all of my Adobe though, because fuck that. <laughs> that that thing is really expensive. <laughs> yeah. Adobe's <laughs> insane. So how did this lead you to Amazon then? Well, I found out that I spent a lot on Amazon. Okay. And like a lot of shit that I get from Amazon. Ah, well, let's see. Like, I guess I don't 
actively buy necessarily a lot mm-hmm. of stuff on Amazon. It's mostly stuff that I do want or need. So like I buy tea off of Amazon mm-hmm. and I get like uh, wires that I sometimes need because, you know, there's a lot of wires yeah. for audio shit and yeah. it, they die and you got to buy another one, right? Mm-hmm. But I was like, I'm going to move into more like a necessity phase mm-hmm. where like I only need stuff that like only get stuff that I really need. Yeah. So first the th- first step was like okay we're gonna tackle Amazon and just like not search Amazon for things anymore just in case sometimes you want to buy something that you find on there mm-hmm. and you're like let's just not deal with that. Yeah. So that next thing I've started to do is I haven't bought lunch. Oh yes. For two weeks, three weeks. Damn, actually. I'm proud three of you. Weeks. Haven't bought lunch. And that is such a big money saver right there. Oh, a huge money saver. It's and it's crazy. It's it was a little tough mm-hmm. at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I left the house multiple times without bringing lunch because I'm not used to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was like, ah shit. Yeah. So I literally went home and ate. So I didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like so dedicated to it now. That's and awesome. And you, you save so much money doing it. Yeah. No, it's like it's crazy. it's insane. Yeah, absolutely. so I started doing that, and uh, eating out less. Only eating out when I when I really need to, or mm-hmm. like if it's an occasion, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to take a new step here. I like that. I and like save that. money. I um. I'm a huge, huge supporter of the of the not eating or like you know taking your own lunch type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what I started this year is I limit myself to eating out twice a week across any meal. Um, mm-hmm. and like one of those is usually like saved for like date night with Sarah. And then, so it gives me like one other outside of that for pretty much the same thing. Just like it saves so much money. Um, and I remember at, it was like two years ago, I had a different firm I worked at. I would eat out for every lunch every lunch and like yeah. it, it really it, adds up in the loop in chicago like you i you rarely can get a lunch for less than 15 dollars, right mm-hmm. so now you're spending at least 75 dollars a week on you know lunch and the thing that was that was kind of eye-opening was it got to the point where it's one thing if I'm excited about what I'm getting for lunch. It's another where it's like, oh, like, what are we going to get this time? And I'm like, it's not exciting. And now I'm also spending $15 on it. And it's just like, all right, fine. We'll get like Dos Toros or Chipotle for like the sixth time in the last two weeks. Dos Toros. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, yeah. And that one after that, I was kind of like mostly switched over from not, buying lunch out but um every once in a while i fall off the wagon and then have to have to wander my way back on but um i know i've been trying to take it very seriously now yeah no it's good i think what do you usually bring for lunch now um good question i so i um there's these things at costco mm-hmm. they're called lomas i think they're i think that's that sounds lomas. so familiar so they're um they're like a kind of like a burrito bowl, okay. but they're plant based. Oh, all right. And it is they're spicy and they're really good. Ooh, that like, sounds good. Really, really good. L O M A. I think it is. Loma. Loma. 
Let ooh, me. Ooh, ooh, Loma Linda Loma. Chipotle bowl. I think this is it. Is it blue? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is it. Ooh, that looks amazing. Okay, so this shit is so good. That looks so awesome. I want this. Yeah, and it's a minute in the microwave. Damn. And it's it's a little insane. Like you're like, okay, that's just not gonna be good. A minute in the microwave, whatever. But trust in the process. This thing <laughs> is fucking good, and it's actually ah. filling for one of them. Yeah. Like one packet is like solid. All right. All right. And okay. then you bring a yogurt with you, you know? <sighs> a little midday snack. All the life. Okay. Hacks. These are the Dude. This is where this is where it's at. Corner. Um that looks amazing. I'm I'm a big fan of that. that we is. are we're good at having we we don't do much of like the meal prepping. Um, but like tonight we'll be making a gigantic like double serving of chili. They'll probably make like 10 servings so then we Yo. freeze a lot of that for weeks where a lot of times like my lunches are leftovers from the dinner before like the night before and so that helps me like having like chili is like good for days that we don't really have everything yeah um, yeah but but i like this this would be this would be a good one to have to have on hand so a nice thing about that is also if you have like a freezer at work Mm-hmm. Then you can kind of just leave it there, and then that way, if you forget lunch one day, you have a backup. Exactly. Exactly. Just put your name on it. I like that. I like that. All right. All right. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm down. I'm down. M. Cole, I want you to stop eating out. I. I mostly have twice a week. Twice a week is where we've. I'll allow the twice a week. It's been. It's. It's. I like the twice one week since you looked at me. <laughs> yes, the twice a week works well because it, it gives me some of the flexibility i need where i'm a really i'm really bad though of like if i fall off the wagon once i'm just like man fuck it doesn't matter anymore right so if it's like <clears throat> if i was like oh like i'm gonna try and never eat out and then if i have like a bad week where it's like i have like three dinners out with like friends or co-workers or something and it's like like after that week i'm like yeah fuck it we're eating out every night we're eating out every night this week i don't care anymore uh-huh. um and so i'm trying to be like all right let's do it like as two and then if like we'd have a week where we just have to eat out because like other people then it's like that's fine we'll just kind of get back to our two for the next week and keep yeah. on progressing that way so how um, have you been uh with brunch i had brunch today i had brunch today it was was that part of your it was yeah it was part of my okay. my going out my twice it is tough though because like there was a time when you were actively going out for brunch a lot like every weekend every weekend um we and then you usually get split the bill you know and, and it's like oh god no yeah you know yeah no i yeah um, we, our friends, our friends have mostly cut back on, on the brunch going. So that's been, that's been good. Like today it was like just Sarah and I that went, um, uh, I do love brunch though, man. I might be the best meal of the day. Brunch is good. I had, but to, not an excess. Let me tell you what I had today. Okay. All right. It was two pieces of this like sourdough bread. I love sourdough bread. All right. With like oxtail prepared, I kind of oxtail. like 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 a, like a barbacoa, where it's like you know shredded Ooh. on up, so shredded oxtail on top of barbacoa. it, and then uh-huh. soft boiled eggs with hollandaise soft sauce boiled. on oh, top of it, sauce. and then a little bit of the uh, arugula, so that you get the peppery the peppery taste. Oh, arugula, skanky! It that was, sounds so good. It was 
it was amazing. It was that. Fantastic. That sounds so good. It was incredible. And that was our food finish. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for tuning have a in. good one. It was, it was great. No, wait. I have a question for you. Okay. Um how 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 did you do? Uh, was that last weekend? I think it was last weekend. How did you do last weekend with the Oscars? Oh, I have my sheet. Yes. Hold on. Let me find it. Hold on. I gotta get it. All right, I for those, I got it. 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 All right, okay, he's got on. it. He's got it. He's got it. What so, are you say? I was, I was just going to give a rundown that every year Skinky tries to make his Oscar predictions. Um, and don't you mark it like who you think you're, who you think is going to win, and then who you want to win? Okay, yeah, yeah. So let me let me give you the lowdown on how it works. Yes, do it. So there are twenty four mm-hmm. categories, mm-hmm. and. How at least this is how Gavala taught me to play it. Okay, I, everyone plays it differently, but you get two choices per category. Okay, and you can mark them as what you want to win and what you think will win. Okay, now in cases where you think something will win and you want it to win, you can just mark a second one. Uh, okay. So in reality, you just get two shots mm-hmm. at what you think will win f- yeah. per. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. This, do you want me to give you the score first and then we go through or no? Do you know what your score was last year? Uh, it was definitely not this, this high. Oh, so you did better this year. Oh, every year I've gotten progressively better. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Uh, yeah, give us Thanks. a score. I want I want to know what we're working towards and then we'll let's go through and, and all right. I got results. you. I got you. Okay. So the score this year was mm-hmm. 21 out of 24. Okay. Holy shit. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. And the, I remember the first time I ever took this, I got 13 out of 24. Oh, wow. Huge improvement. Yeah. I'd also like to say, don't mean to brag, but Gavel, I got a 20 out of 24. Oh, <laughs> Well, she also did very well, but um, she did also kinda, do very well. You kind of edged one out. I did edge one out, and I know actually because she got there was one that I got right that she didn't get right. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Oh, it was um, animated feature film. Oh, okay. Did she go Frozen? No, Frozen Two was was Frozen Two one of the ones. For Frozen Two it? was not. That was the song. No. That was the original song. If I remember. Original right. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So she had put um, Klaus okay. and Missing Link. Yes, which she should have put Klaus, from my understanding. Yes, because Klaus is, was very good. Mm-hmm. And Missing Link won the Golden Globe. Mm-hmm. But your boy, I put down Klaus in Toy Story 4. Which one did, was the Toy Story pick, the one you wanted to win or the one that you thought would win? Um, Will win. Okay. Klaus was should. Okay. Although in many cases I kind of just like forgot and I just like <laughs> just marked circled. Two. I just marked two. <laughs> yes. like I, I just forgot after a while. Um so the ones I got wrong. Okay. We can go over those. The ones I got wrong was best picture. Oh. All right, hold on. Hold Starting on. out strong. Yeah, seriously. Uh best picture give us Give us uh, what your picks were, and then the winner for those that don't know was Parasite. 
Yes, Parasite won. My picks mm-hmm. wa- were 1917. Okay. Because it took away everything at the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was what would win for me because yep. I really didn't think that 1917 should win, yeah. but it probably would because it's a war film and mm-hmm. I love war films. And then the one that I think should win was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, okay. All right. So those were my two. All right. And the Parasite and was the parasite that just swept through. Was did win, but I mean, I was so happy that Parasite won because it's such a good film. Yeah, I need to see uh, it so bad. Oh, dude, you really need to. I, yeah, it's on. The, it's very high on the list. It's probably like the next movie we'll see. But see, like, I'm not even angry that I got Best Picture wrong mm-hmm. because it was kind of tough to think that uh, Parasite was going to win International Feature Film mm-hmm. and Best Picture because mm-hmm. it was the first time that would have ever happened in the history of the Oscars, and yeah. it did happen. Yeah, so. You know, I wasn't really angry about it. And the third one was director or screenplay. What's Uh, he won? Director. Okay, that's what it was. And because Parasite took three home, right? It was best picture, director, director, directing, international, and then yeah, international feature film. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you you uh. Yeah. All right. Next one. What's the next one you okay. got wrong? Next one I got wrong was production design. Mm. Okay. What were your picks? This was a really tough category for mm-hmm. me because so for the ones that were nominated, The Irishman, mm-hmm. Jojo Rabbit, mm-hmm. 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Mm-hmm. Like that. It's just tough because all of them were like. Had really good production design, mm-hmm. yeah. So like, I, I just really, I had no idea. Yeah. So I chose 1917, okay, which I thought had really good production design, mm-hmm. and Parasite because mm-hmm. of the whole like um, house that they made mm-hmm. and like everything else that that was in it. I won't spoil anything for you, I guess. Thank you. Um, but what ended up winning was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, hmm. which. I was like, when they were showing the previews for this category for like each film, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh yeah, like there was like all that cowboy shit in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Mm -hmm. that I forgot about. Mm -hmm. So it kind of made sense that it ended up winning. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But all right. That was a tough category. Yeah. That was was a tough one. Also, also, uh, first year Brad Pitt brings something home in an acting role for himself. Yeah. For himself. So yes, yeah. So it's uh, his own personal Oscar. Yeah, look at that. Well, you go, Brad. Although honestly, I mean, oh, I didn't really oh, think he should win, but whoa. it's okay. Wow, savage. All right, what's the next? I'm just one saying. I'm just saying. There were better. There were better people in that category. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, I got that one right though. So who cares? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then the last one I got wrong was adapted screenplay. Okay. Which I chose uh, The Irishman mm-hmm. and uh, Little Women. Oh, I love Little Women. I thought that Little Women was going to win this, like yeah. for sure. Yeah. Like I yeah. was I was in this. And then Jojo Rabbit won it. And mm. I was like, fuck, man. I'm so happy for him because it's a good film. Yeah, that looks <laughs> interesting. That's also, that's also, there's a lot this year that, because I watched the Oscars um, at a oh. friend's house. And there, there was a lot this year that I saw that I really want to go back and watch now. So, 
I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm yeah, excited. a lot of the like the best pictures they were all pretty good except for maybe Ford vs Fry, but all the rest of them were good. <laughs> I think this was I fr- where I don't I cannot remember where the hell I saw this, and I can't remember where they pull their data from. But I think it was like this year's best picture nominees were like the second most popular lineup of best picture nominees. Like in the history really? of the Oscars. Yeah. So it was a very it was a very popular year for the picks. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. I don't I I cannot tell you where the hell I saw that. I just I saw it somewhere. It was probably I, don't, I really I have no idea. I don't really read anything on the internet, so it's like there's not far to venture, but yeah, somehow sure. this came within. Oh, I think I remember where I saw it. I'll see if I can find it. I'll send you a link. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so nice. Well, I'm I'm proud. I'm proud of your uh, your accomplishments this year. I think I did really good. Yeah, you know, you yeah. I was I was pretty happy. Now, for things like. Obviously, international film, you saw Parasite. How many mm-hmm. of the other nominees have you seen? For what? Best picture? Uh, for uh, best, like, international. Oh, for best international? Yeah. Um, none of the other ones. Yeah. But I've heard I've heard that uh, Les Miserables, mm-hmm. the French film, was very good. Okay. Um, and Honeyland, actually, interestingly enough was also nominated for best doc feature mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and i heard that was very good as well yeah yeah so, so the other ones though i i hadn't heard about or or seen mm-hmm. so how do you pick for the categories where you haven't seen the majority of the nominees good question so like it's actually a little interesting this year so usually the ones I'm guessing mm-hmm. are for live action short. Okay. This year I actually went and saw all the live action shorts. Wow, you were dedicated. So, so I actually was like, oh, I know it's gonna win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. pretty. So there is a rule that we have that I mean you don't need to fill out the sheet mm-hmm. right at the, like right before the Oscar starts. Okay. So you can like wait. And actually see the previews as long as you have your two selections in before they announce the uh, winner. Oh, okay. So, like, like you know, they, they show like little previews for each. Yeah. So yeah. you get at least a like a kind of an idea yeah. of what like it is. That. If you, you know, unless you wanted to like read the synopsis mm-hmm. beforehand of the film or like you weren't able to, you know, watch the, the movie for whatever reason, mm-hmm. then you can do that. So our our rule is that at you can be influenced until the end, uh, okay. <laughs> right before they announce. All right, I like that. But once you make your decisions, they're final. Yeah. Once you make the circles. Very cool. I like that. That's it. Good call. Who did you think were the best presenters this year? Um, I actually don't even remember any of them. Okay, the two that I liked. <laughs> I already know who you're going to pick, though. I really liked kind of. I'm. I don't know names for anybody. Um, I like the one where their little their theme was that they were trying to pitch themselves to directors that they don't just. Oh, do the comedy. two. Uh, yeah, yeah, SNL. Uh, yeah. What's their names? I know who you're talking about yeah, them. That one. I thought that one was hilarious. And then, fucking love the cats one. Oh yeah, that the cats was funny. That was hilarious. the cats was that was funny. I mean. I loved it 
because it was funny just to begin with with the idea but like they really drove it home at the end where they just like berated the mic (laughs) Uh, oh yeah that was good that just like sealed the deal for me so i I really like those ones oh and then also i really loved it the um i love the uh i don't know who i don't know anybody dude but um in like the second half of it that person that did like the rap recap of like what we had seen so far in the Oscars. Oh yeah, so he was in um Freestyle Love Supreme, which me and Gabula saw on Broadway. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, his that was Which is awesome. Lynn Manuel Miranda's show. God, love Lynn Manuel Miranda. <laughs> Lynn Manuel <laughs> Miranda. Miranda? <laughs> Have you seen Hamilton yet? Alexander Hamilton. No. Oh. By here it's coming to the big screen. Ah yes, Disney. Disney bought the rights for that. That's that's gonna be cool. That will be cool. That will be cool. I'm uh it'll be it'll be interesting to see. I like things I like about that. I I really I might go on a limb here. Okay. Okay, go don't, on a limb. Don't hold this to me. I think as of right now, in the last thirty seconds, I've been converted over that I believe that movie adaptations of other works are phenomenal and amazing and good for society. All right. Explain yourself. So, cause I'm thinking about it with Hamilton, right? And I, I loved Hamilton. I thought it was like so freaking good. I saw it twice. It was, it was just fantastic, but, but you haven't seen it yet. Nope. I don't think anyone in my family has seen it yet. And like, I know at least my parents. Were well, you saw it in Chicago, right? Yeah. I saw it in Chicago. Okay. Um, and my parents were talking about seeing it, but now it's gone from Chicago. And I think this is something that they would enjoy. And the movie adaptation at least gives them a chance to take in the story when they might not have been able to otherwise. Right. I just, mm-hmm. and I think that's, I think that is important um, in a lot of ways. And I think that same thing happens with um, books to movies, right? Like it, t- I mean, let's be, let's be honest. Like it takes a long time to read a book. And even if you're someone that loves reading, like you can't read every book that becomes a movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there is so many just like great stories being told that the movie adaptation gives people a chance to consume that story in a two hour block, right? It makes it more accessible to people. <laughs> and I think that's mm-hmm. a good thing. So I like it. I think it's, I think you're right. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I tried to get tickets to Hamilton multiple times yeah uh they're just too expensive here in new york yeah i mean they've always been expensive yeah and it's and so it's like things like that like you just you don't have you don't like and the thing is like like in new york like it's it's you don't have access but you don't have access for like a different reason you know what i mean like like now imagine that you live um somewhere like in the central part of the country where they don't they don't even get the show that comes there at all and so if they're like Mm -hmm. oh like i really want to see hamilton well now it's a huge thing for them to go see it. It's not even just the yeah. money to go see the show. It's like, we have to plan a trip to go do that. And yeah. this will at least be able to, to bring this to a wider audience so they can at least partake in the, uh, in the fun. I agree. 
Oh, look at that. We rarely happens. Every once in a while we get We never agree. We never ever. That's that's what the basis of this podcast is, is that we uh not agreeing. We don't agree on anything. You know what? It's so. better that way that we don't it agree. Is. It, yeah, no, that's true. That's true. So what's your favorite tea? Uh wow, that's a tough question. Uh, well it's, it's like tell me which of your favorite children is your favorite. Well, now, what, what kind of you want? You want? I just want you get one answer. You get one answer, and the question is, what's your favorite tea? See, I feel like my favorite tea is embarrassing. Oh yes, even better. Because, like, if I say PG Tips is my favorite tea, that's like, what the fuck is PG <laughs> Tips? As he's googling. I drink PG tips right now, and I've been drinking it for a long time, five, six years now. Really? It's my normal, it's my everyday tea. Interesting. All right. Why? It's quick. Um, It's bagged black tea. It's very simple. Uh, It's strong. I use two tea bags. Wow. It works really well with honey, if you like that. It works well with sugar, if you like that. It works great with milk. Uh, any any kind of milk and any amount of milk, it works well. It's a great base tea just to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a lot quicker than using a loose leaf. Mm-hmm. Although loose leaf teas, I mean, they're fantastic. I love them. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just quicker All to right. use. Um, hmm. PG Tips, is, and it's so cheap. Mm-hmm. I so like that's what that's the tea I get on Amazon. Yeah, let me tell you, you how that you can't buy anymore. Well, I could buy essentials. Ah, like tea like is an, is an essential. Yes, yes. Plus, I get such a good deal on it on Amazon. It's like dumb if I don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me. I got two factor authentication right now. Give me a second. Oh, yes. Okay, the good stuff. Here we go. So, eighteen bucks. Four. Get ready. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I don't know if you're ready for this. Oh, I am. I'm sitting. No, I'm not saying I'm standing at my standing desk, but I'm ready. 480 tea bags. Mm hmm. For $18. That's insane. That is insane. I think that's. I don't want to do the math, but I think it's like two cents at four cents. Four cents a tea bag? Um, it's uh, 3.75 cents. <laughs> Don't cheat yourself of the quarter of a <laughs> sorry, <cent>. bud. <laughs> sorry, bud. It's crazy. That is crazy. That is that is. Damn. All but right, yeah, I might, I might have to look into this. I might have to look. So into the this. the they are uh, rainforest aligned certified. Okay. Okay. And uh, they're it's called a builder's tea. Okay. Because it's for uh, British men who build things. <laughs> That describes me in a sentence. <laughs> oh, it's famous with construction workers. All right, hey, I'm uh, yeah, I'm we down. support our construction workers. That we do. All right, this looks pretty cool. All right, I'm gonna have to try it out. It's super cheap. So you, you were looking for a new tea? No, I was just curious. I was drinking tea. I was drinking some oh, tea so today, so it made, they made me gave me uh. I was I was just curious. We haven't talked about tea in a while, so gotcha. I could send you this link if you like on Amazon. Oh, unless you already found it. No, but uh, perfect. Send me the link. I'll I'll pull it up. 
I'll pull it up after the podcast. You know, it's circling circling back to earlier about cutting out Amazon. Um, mm-hmm. I've been I've been doing a good amount of that too, just for the it it helps me with the impulse buying. Right, like it may cost me more to go elsewhere, but like there's so many times where it's like I'll buy something on Amazon and it's like it comes and I'm like that was that really didn't need to be purchased, um, yeah. and just by like forcing myself to have to go like a, a different way to get it like helps me with that. But the thing that like that really sucks and like that like kind of fuck Amazon on this one is <laughs> it it's how insanely cheap a lot of their stuff is like i'll give you an idea like like uh, like a concrete example so sarah and i let we usually do our grocery shopping on sunday if we go out and like do like a normal grocery run um of just food like let's say no wine um or anything like that like if we go to trader joe's which fucking love trader joe's it's like yeah it's like probably 140 which I mean, it's two person household, so it's like seventy bucks a piece for the week. It's like you know, it's a little pricey, but it's not terrible. Um, if we go to like another grocery store, it's closer. We have like a Mariano's is a chain here. It's like it might be like one fifty, maybe a little bit more than that. Okay. You know, they are getting like kind of expensive. If we go on Amazon and we go to Amazon Fresh and we order groceries to be delivered to our door, it costs us usually seventy dollars. $70 for the two of us. For the for, two of you. For a week's worth of groceries. And that is that is insane to me. Like, we really, we try not to use Amazon for really any purchases, especially things that, like, we can just go out and get because, like, it feels sure. insane to have our groceries delivered to us. But, like, every once in a while, like, there'll be, like, a Sunday where we're <clears> swamped and we don't have time to do it. Or, like, it's literally, like, sleeting snow outside. We're like, this sounds awful to get on the bus to go pick up groceries. Mm-hmm. And so every once in a while, I do it. And it's just, like, you do it and it's insane that how much they undercut the competition on price. And it's like, like there's something that is not right in this entire equation. Like it just, it, it can't be right. Like the, the groceries cannot be that cheap. And then it kind of pushes me to like, want to want to just use Amazon for all my grocery shopping. But that really isn't good in like the long term sustainable type of thing. Right. It's just, it's, mm-hmm. a, it, it almost feels like the Uber model mm. to me where it's like, great, we're going to price so low and so cheap so that you rely on us for groceries. And then hopefully five, 10 years down the road, the competition is all going to go out of business. And then we can just raise prices back up again. And you rely on us for your basic sustenance and food. And that's what I believe is happening, <laughs> but I'm not positive for that. How do you solve a problem like <laughs> Jeff Bezos? <Yes. laughs> oh, See, this is an interesting thing. Yeah, Amazon has a pretty much monopoly mm-hmm. because yes. of their prices. Yeah, but you can't like necessarily go all antitrust mm-hmm. because what they're doing is technically okay for consumers. Yeah. So yeah, right. Like, exactly. Like hmm. charge more money. Like, <laughs> no, like, wait a second. Yeah. No. <laughs> if it's... we break them up, break up Amazon, like which is I think a lot of people would never even think about doing. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, that's political suicide. Like sure, 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 right? To break up Amazon. Yeah. It would be like, wait, like everyone would be paying more for things. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, it's um 
it's a very weird predicament to be in. Yeah. I don't know how you would resolve. I was actually thinking about this the other day mm -hmm. because what's their name? Uh, PBS came out with a documentary mm -hmm. about Amazon recently. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I was listening to on uh, WNYC. They were interviewing the director or producer of it. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about like all like the weird sketchy things that Amazon does, like with the echoes and like, um, did you actually know? Okay, this is weird with echoes. I'm super anti-echo. <laughs> that when you enable an echo, your voice obviously gets recorded so the echo can figure out what you're saying. Yeah. And that Amazon will sometimes anonymously send those recordings that fail mm -hmm. for Alexa's mm -hmm. echoes and whatever to thousands of these representatives mm. who listen to your recording to improve Alexa. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fucking weird and creepy. That is. <laughs> that is. As someone that has echoes everywhere... <laughs> In this this is because this came up as like a household discussion the, like for like yeah. the past couple of weeks and like the hard thing we have is we there's nothing for us to move to like we are so and like granted like this is like first world problem to us right like it's like okay like if we had to we could rip all of them out and just get rid of them all but like we rely on them for like a good amount of stuff and like the primary one is like seamless music playing throughout our apartment and it's like that is like so convenient and nice and we're like trying to find another solution that works as well and it's just we we, we haven't been able to dude um, i got you i got you you got me lay, lay it on me i got you i got the bose speaker okay what's that called hold on i got i gotta sign it to amazon <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn it dude fuck jeff bezos right right oh i gotta go through two factor again <laughs> they really want to make sure like, you're i appreciate it but really oh man. okay so wait is it bose wait what is it called again I'm gonna, I'm gonna find this because I need to tell you. While you're looking, I think it's I it, the the true irony to me is that Amazon was like I don't know how they were involved. I think they maybe filed a complaint with the DOJ or something like that about mm -hmm. antitrust practices with Apple's <clears throat> ebook stores, which is fucking hilarious that's, to me. That's insane to me. Like that that Amazon, which at the time had like eighty five percent of the ebook market, now has like ninety percent of the ebook market, is like saying like, no, we have a problem that um that Apple was I think it was like collusion that they were colluding with publishers <laughs> okay. because because Apple was going to publishers and like promising them that they would sell at higher prices in their like store compared to Amazon. Or something okay. like that. And it was I don't it was something weird. And then they put like Amazon in a hard spot where um publishers were demanding that they sell books for higher prices there. And so then Amazon's like, no, we're gonna we're gonna try and get the DOJ to like start this antitrust thing against Apple. And then it fucking worked and they won and there was this huge fine against Apple for antitrust practices <laughs> that like all kind of stemmed from Amazon. And this is that it's insane to me. That's that's bonkers to me. 
That's insane to me. That's that's so ridiculous. So uh, I don't know, man. I, I found know. it by the way. Okay, what is it? It's not Bose. It's the Sonos speaker. Oh, we have Sonos, but that probably have Sonos One. No, we have old Sonos. Old, we have ah. it. See, because we don't have the voice control. What we need is the voice controlling. So the way our system works up is that we tell the echoes what we want to listen to, and then the music plays over the Sonos system. Oh, um, so I mean, you're just looking for voice activation. Yes, yes, that's uh, all we see, need. I don't. I just don't use voice activation. Yeah, and see, we do, and we rely on it so much. It's almost to the point right now where I'm. What one of my ideas has been is to like see if I can go buy like a super cheap like ipad and just set that up to use that as like the voice activation device that then plays the music on the sonos but i don't i don't know see like i i like the sonos because it has alexa built in but Mm -hmm. you don't have to set it up yeah so i don't set it up yeah and then i just use my phone to look for the music that's what we'll do and then i just play it you know plus i use it as an alarm clock now it's great yeah yeah, maybe maybe that's what we'll do. We we I I love our Sonos. Let me tell you, voice activation. You don't need it. Ah, but it feels like I do. It's like subscriptions. This is the same thing you're saying with subscriptions, where you get so used to the comfort of the way things are that you're like, ah, I don't need to like look at it. And then like after you make the change, like I cannot believe I I'm spending so much fucking money on you subscriptions. You don't everyone. need it. You don't need so. your voice activation. No, it's not yeah. life or death. Yeah, maybe what we'll do is we'll unplug all of them and see if we can get by with it. Maybe that's I guess. what we'll do. Yeah. As yeah. a test, just, like we don't have to get rid of them, but we could just be like, sure. is our life substantially worse because of this? Sure. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, we'll try you can that see out. see how much you rely on them. Yeah, uh, well, we'll report back on this. We'll oh, okay, back, I, so. I expect to report on this. Yeah, it'll, 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 it'll be good. All right, guys, that's been another episode of Shenantics. New episodes go live bright and early Monday morning, just time for your workday, school day, chores. Whatever you do, we are there to hang out with you. You can find the podcast and where you find podcasts, including the iTunes Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, website, Shenantics.rocks, uh, apps like Pocket Cast, Overcast, and everything else casty. It's uh, it's delicious. If you have any comments or questions, you can send them to <laughs> skanky at twitter.com slash shenanticspod or an email at shenanticspodcast at gmail.com and if you want to join the discussion we have a discord server discord.shenantics.rocks will give you the invite link to head on over join the room with all the other cool shenantics fanatics um and talk about all the all the fun stuff every week let us know how your oscar predictions went i'm very very curious uh skanky where can they find you on the internet you can find me on twitch at twitch.tv slash skanky s-k-x-n-k-y and on twitter at iskanky i-s-k-n-k-y and i'm called what's your instagram uh, Instagram.com slash mcol underscore mcol with the underscore symbol and same username on Twitch. I'm supposed to stream oh, today, yeah. but I am so sick, so that's up in the air for right now. We, well, I, Yummy's streaming. I she's, saved, she's our replacement. She's she's covering it for us. I saved all my energy for Shenantics, so we'll see if I have anything left over. But uh, that's it for us. We'll talk to you guys next week. All right, peace out. Goodbye. Bye.